0: Welcome back to episode 37 of the Epic Epoch Podcast. We are trying our damnedest not to spoil things in conversation before the podcast starts because there's so much to talk about today. If you haven't been here for a while, welcome back. We have uh, a new thing coming up from EHG Kane. This is the Trade and Item Factions. I want to call it a manifesto, but it's a description. This is the developer blog that outlines how Circle of Fortune and Merchants Guild will work coming up on February 21st, 2024. I'm so glad I got the year right, so that we can start playing Last Epoch 1.0. Before we get started, remember that on the 21st, I guess, I think it's starting on the 22nd, February 22nd, there'll be Twitch drops, so you can always watch Dread or I on YouTube. You could even watch any other person on YouTube as well. Sorry, not on YouTube, uh, on Twitch. YouTube <laughs> is the wrong platform. Watch people on Twitch, and get Twitch drops, you get free in-game items corresponding to the uh, factions that you're a part of. So there's more information about that. Uh, and make sure you go to twitch.lastepoc.com and have your accounts lined up appropriately. So that's cool. Dread. welcome back. How you been, buddy? It's been months.
1: I've been doing great. I just want to point out that like your Twitch details didn't update. So you're still in the Fairytale
0: Fables section. I'm still playing Fairytale Fables. Okay. How about you tell me about what you've been doing the past couple of months? And I will, uh, will list that I'm in the correct category. Yep. Got it.
1: Well... After, um, after the Rune Master patch essentially blowed over blowed over. after that, uh, I played some POE. That was fun. And Transfigured Gems are great. Uh, then after that, I played a very small stint in Torchlight because I wanted to see if they finally made the game worth playing again. And for the most part, they did. And then of recent, over the past week or so, I've been doing kind of like a new-ish series where I level a character from level one all the way to like my first empowered shade because i'm testing a bunch of season starters for myself so i can make some informed decisions when the patch
0: comes around Mm. Uh, so are you are you like full-time playing last epoch again are you still like waffling around between i'm
1: i'm doing le right now yep
0: oh my goodness all All right so you you spoiled what i'm doing already. (laughs) you spoiled what i'm doing i've been playing like auto battlers and like vampire survivor bullet heaven kind of games I've been having a lot of fun, but they're like very different than last epoch. And it's a good change of pace. I got to get back in the swing of things. I need to get back in the world of last epoch and see what's going on. I feel like I'm going to play, you know, melee ignite cinder strike and say, wow, this is so much fun. This is so cool, dude. Like I'm going to go through the whole new player experience again. (laughs) So you're trying
1: to get yourself to uninstall the game. I see. (laughs)
0: Well, I wanna I wanna remember like what's good, what's bad. I gotta I gotta go log in and play Flame Rates and I'm like, oh yeah, this is what it feels like to have a billion damage with no investment. Yeah, be good. So I need to I need to recalibrate of a my brain. With No investment. I don't know if you saw my DMs the other day, but like,
1: did you see the the surge setup I was doing? Like I did. It it, it eight, looked a little bit squishy, whatever?
0: but it yeah, still look good.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, that's because it's day one, obviously. Like it's <laughs> like literally the first empowered mono. Uh, th- that was it's funny it, it, like immediately <laughs>
0: reminded me like dual wielding just gives you this penalty and it brings up all the conversations that we've had in the past like why why does it give you a penalty to dual wield why isn't that penalty just like built in and then you can have a shield I don't
1: know. yeah like dual wielding well if they remove the penalty from dual wielding they would have to make two handers better and they definitely don't want to do that for some reason so I...
0: cool all right so let's talk about the elephant in the room here we have a big document called Trade and Item Factions. And uh, I, think, I think I've seen a lot of YouTube videos pop up recently about this as well. Everyone giving their hot takes on what's good and what's bad. Uh, hopefully, the people in the audience here, either on Twitch or on YouTube or later on, maybe on Spotify, hopefully you already know what's going on because we're not going to read the whole thing. But we've got two guilds. We've got Merchant's Guild and Circle of Fortune. And a real quick TLDR, in case you've not read up on this, is where do you want your, your OP items to come from? Do you want your OP items to come from the ground? Or do you want your OP items to come from other players and trading for them? This is not solo gamer versus multiplayer. That is not the difference. It's just where do you want your big, sweet items to come from? And I think you and I are on the same page. I don't want to trade. Trade, according to uh, the the comment section on the forum and the Steam review page, the Steam community page, uh trade is a ponzi scheme and it only works if there's traders so if nobody trades then trade is garbage and that is just like that's that's capitalism baby like all the gamers (laughs) all the gamers out there are like wait a minute what if what if capitalism weren't the only option would people just opt out of it hold on (laughs) wait a minute
1: yeah the 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 discourse around it has been very interesting because, like I said, uh, I'm surprised anyone has it, it, everyone has read the COF benefits and then like looked at the Merchant's Guild in a favorable light. I'm very confused at that. I I feel like as though like I don't know. I'm getting like gaslighted because like, do you guys know where items come from? Like you know where you farm to get items a lot of those cof benefits are really really stupid and they're strong enough to the point where like i don't think that like being able to buy your own items is going to be able to compete with it at least for people who are serious about the game at the very least right like it it's not looking good for the merchant Guilds. Guys. it's 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 interesting <laughs> like
0: we we need someone out there who's really a proponent of the merchants guild because the people who play last epoch right now are people who have been playing it who are comfortable not trading who are comfortable just playing the game and like they're they're used to the flow of items that currently exists and like we have new people who will come into the game who think that they want trade because they've had trade in other games and like we gotta wait to see what that enormous influx of new players actually causes right
1: yeah uh, my, my, like I said, my biggest thing is, is like, you know, you know how Ellie is, right? Like it, as it currently stands, it is way too easy to get geared for the current content,
0: right? Like, oh, did you, like did, did you hear about that?
1: I'm, I'm interrupting you.
0: Did you hear about I, the, uh, the nerf to item drops that's going to happen at one point now?
1: Yeah, but it's it's not going to be enough to match. Yeah, yeah, like they've with, they've said that COF, it, right? <laughs> they've said that once you
0: get to like like three or maybe like like four, like level three or level four in the COF, you're going to have better item drops on live than you are, or sorry, on 1.0 than you are on live. Yeah, so like you can already compensate for the
1: nerfs. It, it's going to be insane.
0: It's going to be like, fun. Why? Why yeah, would well, you pay? Fun. Why would you pay somebody else for their item when you could instead? increase your own enjoyment of the game like i there are use cases for it and i will outline them in a moment because i hate them but <clears throat> the use case is all right sorry uh you the, the items that drop on the ground that's the fun part of the game and cof enhances the fun part of the game and you get more items one of the things that we were talking about like what's the use case for merchants guild and i think there is one. First of all people who like trading so you know have fun But there's a lot of people out there who I call, like, build scientists or mad scientists or people that really just like experimenting with Last Epoch. And they don't always have, you know, 40 hours a week to play video games because maybe they're doing something else with their time. But if you want to make sweet builds and you don't have infinite time and you want, like, oh, if only I had this one unique item or if only I had this one thing and I couldn't farm this, I just want to buy it instead... Maybe merchants guild allows you to do more experimentation and make more wacky builds if that's the way you want to play the game. And like to me, I'd rather not. But I think I think there's a use case for it. I mean, I was like,
1: I was full on going to go trade until I saw how bad it is in comparison to CoF, at least for. So okay, for trade. It's going to be very easy to get non LP uniques like, oh, I need this, this uh, bleeding heart to make mm-hmm. my build better. I need this. Um, I'm trying to think of like this Bastion of Honor mm-hmm. to make my build better. What Whatever you're doing. Right. But as soon as you step into the territory of I need LP on my items, I think COF instantly takes over as because of just all of the COF benefits specifically right because in the end game of lancy punk if you are unaware chat one of the main proponents for getting like lp uniques is going to be the echo rewards so and currently in the monolith of fate every single monolith right has a specific unique type that they have an echo reward for and those are within the pool of the echoes that can show up right and those are mainly where you farm your uniques with LP because they allow you to target farm for them, right? Now, there is literally a COF benefit right here, right? 35% chance at rank five for double rewards for Monolith Echoes. So that means 35% more unique items, right? And then the rank right after that, right? rank six legendary i mean uniques have twice as likely like are twice as likely to have legendary potential so you are going to be able to print uniques with lp very easy with this system right and you're just going to end up with a bunch of uniques with lp because of the system right and of course you're going to need a lot of those uniques as well so you're going to need to essentially just farm for them. And it's like, well, you could just farm for them in MG and buy them. I'm like, well, you could just literally drop them on the ground with this. And like, you don't have to spend gold on it. And you can use that gold for other things. Like that's, you know, that's a good point. Right cost, like, you, like you already stash have, tabs.
0: you already have other things that got stash tabs. You mm. already have things to do with your gold. Stash tabs is an excellent, uh, uh, gold sink because it feels really good to have a hundred stash tabs loaded up but you can also just go to the lightless arbor and spend it there you it's not like you don't have anything to spend your gold on you already do just circle of fortune man it's gonna be so good i feel like we should talk about the benefits of Merchant Skill. like you and i like circle of fortune so much it it it's how you and well, i like I mean, playing I video games i mean
1: i don't like circle of fortune it's just it's just merchant skilled is just that bad that i don't even want to even touch it it's just, I just don't want to touch it. Okay.
0: I like circle <laughs> fortune so much. Like, like you I don't have like a try hard I feel have, forced into it. Okay.
1: Yeah. Like I don't, I don't have any favor towards either system. I was going <laughs> to choose whether system ends up being better. And that happens to be circle fortune by an absolute landslide. I think the biggest thing that kind of myths me more about the merchant skill specifically, right? This is the biggest problem I have with it. It's not even about, balance it's not even about like which is better it's just about how much content there is in each faction so like for instance if you are a diehard person who wants to play Merchant guild right you are locking yourself out of a lot of new content that is coming into the game i.e the prophecy system so like for instance in cof you also have all the rank rewards right versus the rank rewards you get from mm-hmm. NG. rank right? rewards are the same on both you, but they both on exist. top of that, on COF you get the prophecies. So not only do you get the benefit of the COF rank stuff, you also get the prophecies, which are insane as well. It seems so, and it's not even from a perspective of this is OP. It's more like this is just overloaded. It's like as if they spent five seconds on MG and they spent like five hours. Well, I think on I like think merchant skill is ranked. viewed
0: as something that's like inherently OP. Like trade yeah. is op, so they didn't spend much time building out additional systems on top of what's already there. Like yeah. the ability for me to drop something strong, and then give it to you. Like that's that's perfect, right? I I think it's like
1: less of like like I said from a balance perspective. It's just kind of like a just kind of boring. Like it's just gonna be oh boring. definitely yeah. I look like, at look at the rank rewards like,
0: though. So the rank rewards yeah. on Circle of Fortune give you extra stuff, right? But the ability, or sorry, when you when you unlock the rank rewards in Merchant's Guild, you're like removing barriers instead of getting extra stuff.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: So they just like they artificially put barriers there, and then as you rank up, you remove them. Whereas in Circle of Fortune, you just like get more and more and more and more and more each time.
1: Yeah, and like I said, it like I it would have been cool if like the Merchant's Guild has something to like spend all that extra gold on because as it currently stands we don't know anything that's coming in the next batch unless if you're parry kappa uh we don't know anything that is coming in the next batch so we don't know if there's actually going to be a quantifiable gold sink outside of uh you know stash tabs and lightless arbor like there's no there's nothing that really in my opinion sets like the quote-unquote gold standard mm-hmm. right like for instance in economy in real life back in the day you had Money backed by gold, right? Well, we have gold, but it's not backed. I by think it's, gold. it's. I think it's like, like
0: stash tabs, right? Like stash that, tabs. That's, Once that's, you get those stash tabs, like, right? Like it's true. That. Yeah. yeah, or maybe like, like, like maybe uh, with like a rune of shattering, whatever it's called. Yeah, like that's, that's a solid thing that always costs a constant value.
1: Yeah, but like like in comparison, to the amount of gold that you're gonna be getting from mm-hmm. G, like it's it's inconsequential. And I would have liked it if there was like maybe. A reason to spend that excess gold so that it would set the value of gold so that you know like things would actually make sense in terms of value because what's going to happen is people are going to set their own values in this regard and it's going to be insane like you're gonna like you're gonna see like a like 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 let's just say like a random item right let's a random op item like like let's say a 1lp twisted heart right god i almost said 1lp shabs
0: what a weird thing to say okay 1lp
1: twisted heart right like what what's that going to be valued in terms of gold? We don't even know what gold mm-hmm. is in value, other than the fact that, like you get stash abs and lightless arbor, and no one has done lightless arbor enough to the point where you can actually quantifiably say how much it's giving you, mm-hmm. right?
0: So, like, w- what's actually going to gold? Actually so so what matter, what right? I've what I've said in the past as a way to try to define what gold is worth when you're an end game character and you're already you know, level 95 and you're already doing two or three under corruption, you can make a million gold in a day. Yeah. Like that's, that's really not outrageous. That is not sweaty try hard. That's like you sit down for maybe four hours, five hours, something. Like, I guess that's a lot, but. Yeah, you can get a lot of gold. Recently. Yeah, but yeah, you can, you can do a million gold in a day and there'll be people who generate more than that and there'll be people who generate less than that. But to me, it's like, that's, that's about what a million gold is worth like, do I want to work that hard to get something? Or is something going to be 10 million gold? Because it's like 10 days worth of you know, grinding or something. This is my rule of thumb. Maybe it holds up. Maybe it's garbage. But that's my rule of thumb going into it so far. Somebody in Twitch chat just said something that I totally agree with as well. And I think I think in the early discussions with EHG regarding trade, they said this too. So it sounds, sounds true. It said, Zizarin's React video to this document basically said this. Trade is OP in EHG's opinion. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what I was saying just a moment ago, right? Like once you have, like, I have an item, you want the item, it's perfect for your build. Here, it's perfect. You're done. Like trade, trade is OP. That's, that's just what it is. And I I agree with the HG on that. Like
1: as a concept, yeah, it is. I just don't think it is in in its current state versus COF.
0: Yeah. You know, it's funny thinking about what this uh, document looks like in the past, because like they they had some other trade manifestos that came up previously they never had the uh, sorry, they had resonances, but they didn't have mm-hmm. the lenses. So they had the prophecies, and the prophecies were like kind of all over the place like, you can get this, you can get this, you can get this. And they must have gotten <clears throat> some kind of feedback about wanting more uh, more control over those prophecies. So now not only do you have prophecies as a differentiator between the two guilds, but now you also have the lenses on top of that, which gives you more control yeah. over those prophecies. You just have more things that you can pro- uh, progress through to give you more control over what your loot's going to look like.
1: Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's my biggest like takeaway though, from this entire post is like, if I went to play merchant Guild, sure. I might, I might be able to keep up with the COF gamers. But it's going to be a very boring and lackluster experience in
0: comparison. Yes. To the yeah, we had we like, have someone in chat again. I'm just going to keep reading Twitch chat because it's so good. It said, oh, trade okay. will always be far more deterministic, no matter what the drop rates for CUF. Yes. And God bless you for disagreeing with Dread. Like, <laughs> I might be putting words in your mouth, but it sounds like you're disagreeing. It sounds like you'd rather do trade. And that's good. It is deterministic. It sounds like a whole lot less fun in my opinion, I because I like seeing items for... drop on the ground, but I like that item chase, but you can do whatever you want. If you are looking for good items, if
1: you are looking for that item with LP, with like multiple LP that you want, I think that if you're not playing COF, you're doing yourself a disf- like a disfavor, because the thing is, let's assume this, right? Let's assume that you that, that there is an item that drops in trade with like a two LP twisted heart, right? How much Huge. do you really think that's going to go for? like how much do you think that's actually going to go for do you think it's going to be like a day's worth of effort a hundred million I don't know it's going to be ridiculous right well with cof you could realistically in a decent amount of time actually drop one with of course the legendary potential chance right here like this is insane like in my, in my opinion anyways so
0: it's like I don't know twitch, twitch chat coming in huge I like finding the item that I didn't know I needed in my life. Oh, you find something and you're like, oh, shit. I didn't, I wasn't looking for this. I didn't want it, but it's good. And now I want to make a new build around it. That's such a good feeling. That's a great shout out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Also another shout out as well. It's like Perry and I are very biased when it comes to this discussion, by the way, we play a very large amount. I think if you plan on playing LE for like two months, next season, playing COF is probably the best choice for you. But like, if you're playing less, it might be better for merchants guild. Like, but like, if you're playing seriously and you're like, seriously want to like, get up, get up your character. Like I, I think CLF is just a better choice, in my opinion. Because the like the, the amount of exalted like you're gonna get from Echo Rewards. You're man. gonna get so much dopamine. It's you're like, gonna, you're love gonna it. open a monolith echo, right? <laughs> and that 35% chance to double rewards is gonna drop, and you're gonna get like sixteen exalted rings from one echo. Like that's not a that's not necessarily a rare rare occurrence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be ridiculous. Uh, and then you have prophecy as well like i said we haven't even dealt like this is just talking about the ranks we're not even talking about the prophecy system the prophecy system i think i think
0: if it was just 48 prophecies that you can load up right
1: yeah i think if it was cof the ranks versus merchants it would be balanced but i think it's the prophecies that kind of like kick it over the edge for cof because like I don't know if you guys have seen some of those prophecies. Some of them are kind of ridiculous. Some like, of them see, are like did you kill you kill Zora and you drop could... one. Which one? The one that you drop seven rings from doing a tier two or, uh, tier two uh, dungeon. Or, or killing Is it like it's, it's seven
0: exalted dungeon? rings or what?
1: No, it's seven unique rings. And then you double that with the last line, and then you can also double that with, of course, the the lens because offer twice as many mm-hmm. uses before expiring, right? Like, like that's that that's a lot that, of that rings, just sounds guys. like
0: th- th- that's that's the way that the, the developer gets you to continue yeah. playing the game for a longer and, period of time. Like, isn't isn't that a thing that Path of Exile said in the past? Like, when people get perfect gear, they stop playing the game sooner. Yeah, that's it's like well, what if what if big, you just gamble more? What if you just like you, oh man, like I'm gonna like go with big, this ring?
1: I mean, that was gonna be a big thing to talk about here specifically. Is like as it currently stands in Last Epoch, right? But, but just with these systems entering, right? It already is, in my opinion, too easy to gear out a character, right, in a decent amount of time. Like, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Perry? Mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, it, it feels way too easy. There, there, at there's at least in the current set of content. So, are we getting new content, like new pinnacle content, or like new harder content? Is they, the they've new said that they want to do be more
0: stuff? Oh, oh, no, oh, corruption. I yeah, mean, it's like, the new corruption yeah. I wonder if the corruption is like... any good. Yeah, so we know that there's yeah. going to be corruption changes with 1.0. Yeah. And uh that's so that's
1: my biggest yeah. question is like we're getting all this extra loot. Are we going to actually need the extra loot to do the content because that that feels the worst. Like I don't know if you've ever had this feeling, but have you ever had this feeling where like you've had your Barbie, you've you, dressed them up in all this fancy gear, right? And in, in you've right? outgeared like the entire game, line, right? You you've geared it at all and then you just have nothing to do
0: with it. That is a terrible feeling. Things that I've been doing over the past couple of months, I, I was exploring an early access game called Death Must Die, and it's a blast. It's very fun. Highly recommend. Yeah, I enjoyed it, it too. Um, I've definitely completed that game. Yeah, you know, I've, I've tried challenging mm-hmm. myself. I've, I've oh, farmed. Yeah. I don't have all the gear, but I have like a pretty good gear, and I can basically force whatever I want. And I can do, I can do bad builds. I can do the best builds. I can have insane runs with big explosions on the screen. But like I've outgeared the game. And there's not many balance changes that have happened recently. I wish there were, because I want to play that game more often. But, you know, if you out the game, you kind of move on and play different games. Which is not inherently a bad thing. But, yeah. Last Epoch is setting itself up to be a game like Path of Exile. To be a game that has a huge player base, that has lots of content that's going to be uh, lasting for years and years. And not just be like a flash in the pan for 60 days. So I, I mean, I'm, we we're gonna get harder content. Copium. No, they've oh, yeah, said sure. they've oh, yeah, said I'm we're sure. gonna get harder content. Oh yeah, that that's just
1: like that was my point with the 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 COF and all that. I was like the mm-hmm. the, the average amount of gear you're going to require to do the endgame content. I'm hoping will go up. That's mm-hmm. what I'm hoping because otherwise we're just gonna have a bunch of like pretty characters with nothing to do with them. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's going to be kind of boring. And, uh, that's another thing. Actually, we need to talk about this because this is very, very important. Okay. Now. Player retention. Okay. This is very important in the discussion between DOF and MG is how player retention affects things. Okay. So, we are going to have COF and Merchant Guild. Let's be very fair here, and let's say half of everyone goes to MG, and half of everyone goes to COF. Right? Wh- now, which, to half- be fair,
0: when they when they did their yeah. survey in the past, what that's was, what they, people- said. Yeah, they, yeah, said, yeah, they said. Yeah, they said they yeah. said the uh, why community I'm being was very divided fair here. Uh-huh, uh-huh, we're being uh-huh. very
1: fair here, right? Half and half, right? So now half of the community is going to be the trade. You know now. As you can tell with the rank rewards here, right? Like you have rank 1 trade basic items, yada yada yada. Now, about rank 8 is when you rank 7 and rank 8 is about when when I believe MG actually kicks off cuz so that's when you can trade all exalted items and all unique items, right? Like let's like, we can agree with that's like actually the good part of it, right? That's when you get to actually trade good items. And the problem is Let's say half people play COF, right, and then half people play MG. How much of that half, like that fifty percent, how much of a percent of that fifty percent, do you think is actually going to get to rank eight within a season? Now, of course, we will, but like the okay, like, you know, yeah, like, you yeah, know how I hear you.
0: The so Exile, how, like no one so- gets to like doing the pinnacle bosses and stuff like right that, right so it's the, kind of remember the reputation here it's reputation no rank rank never goes down it only goes up yeah so even yeah. if you re-roll to like a and second or a third or fourth character season, right? you know it, it always yeah. goes up um and i think they what, what they say about this they said like level rank nine is going to be like before level 100 and like rank 10 yeah. happens yeah, after level that. 100 yeah. something like that like have you ever gotten a character level 100 have you ever gotten Uh, two characters to level 95 you ever gotten three characters to level 80 like you'll get there you'll get there just fine yeah now now
1: right let's say that let's say that half of that 50 percent we'll get to rank eight and rank seven, right? Let, let's say that, right? Mm-hmm. Cause like not everybody's going to be like play tryharding like us, right? Obviously, because there's going to be a lot more casual people than people who try hard. So let's say that's 25% of the, the population. That's going to be essentially giving all of the, like populating all of the trades within exalted unique mm-hmm. items, right? 25% of those. Now, As the season goes by, how many less players do you think that are going to be populating the trade in MG, right? Now, this is an actual thing we have to discuss, right? Now, my question is, does COF have that downside? Not at all, right? So when you're playing MG, you have to think about, are there enough people supplying the market to actually have a good like good trade experience. I've right? seen angry like,
0: angry played- comment I- threads saying that man, trade is only good if people trade. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a Ponzi scheme. I mean yep. like, it's I mean it's <laughs> like the the thing is
1: it's like at the end of a season, do you think like at, after one month into it depends on retention, right? But if we're to use Path of Exile as a foil here, because that's all we really have, sure, okay. point, right? Pa- Path of Exile player retention, right? About a month in, right, is about when most people quit. So let's—that's let's, true. Yeah, you think we've seen we've seen the Steam charts for that. Do you think that's like fair for last epoch as well? Do you think a month is is fair, right, for most people to quit their league? So about a month in, MG is going to have a significantly less, like, market to, like, buy and sell from. So you're you're saying that,
0: like, once you get to rank 10 and you're allowed to trade for the big stuff, how many people are actually populating that rank 10 stuff that you can buy? And Ah, the
1: items that you want to be getting, right, that you actually want, like those two LP Twisted Hearts and stuff like that, right? How many people do you think are gonna be doing the content to drop those on a regular basis, right? So now we have these these multiple different levels of obscurity when it comes to like, how many people are actually gonna be engaging with this system and actually dropping the items that you wanna buy, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I go trade, I wanna buy the good stuff. If I'm gonna trade, I wanna buy like my three LP judicators. I wanna buy stuff like that. That's what I wanna do, right? Now my question is are you actually going to be able to do that? Are there going to be in an, like my my question here is let's say that there are people that are dropping 2LP twisted hearts, right? The demand for that's going to be insane. Twisted hearts really good item, right? Like it's a really good item. So there are going to be people snapping it up. So like is there going to be like 5, but there's definitely going to be 5 people wanting to have that, so they're definitely going to buy that. So those items are going to be in insane demand, but I don't think the the supply of them are going to be that high,
0: but like at so that it's, point, it's, it's the demand is yeah. low, or sorry, the the demand is high, the supply is low, the price yeah. is going to be high. So you need yeah. to farm up a whole bunch to get it. Yeah. What if your farming were juiced up? Yeah. What if you just <laughs> what farm if the item yourself right?
1: And hmm. I agree with Sonoka here. Actually, this is this is my opinion. I'm 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 surprised that the prophecy system isn't just just an endgame mechanic on its own outside of the factions. Like, I, 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 it's kind of sad that if I went MG, I wouldn't even get to mess with this new endgame system and a new endgame system uh, of an endgame system that we haven't really gotten an endgame system in a while, right?
0: So it's like, uh, it's like new stuff, new content, and it's like behind one of the factions. That's not bad. Yeah, what if, what if you just took all the prophecies and then I guess the lenses to it as well? What if you, did, like, they, they really couldn't do this could they because it's yeah because they they, they said they said in the document that it's tied into the lore so yeah like you 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 have to go to like the specific place and they built out like how pretty it is with the telescopes and whatnot
1: now we can't fix it that way yeah right but i think the way that you could fix it in my humble opinion i think as of right now from a flavor perspective i think the merchant's guild is very boring in comparison to cof right so what I think is we, we we have like a merchant skill, right? They do merchantly things, right? They, you know, like they have to deal with like normal real world, real world.
0: What are you talking like they have to deal world with world the bandits pieces. and, and embargoes yeah, like and maybe pirates? Maybe,
1: maybe you can do like a, like a bounty system where oh. you have to go and kill like a, cer- a certain very, you know, taking the entire prophecy get, system,
0: copying it and rebranding it as bounties. That's a wonderful idea. Oh, no, that's a terrible idea. No, totally. no, I like it. That's Actually, good. Uh, yeah. I mean, just well, rebrand it. Of, well, my idea is
1: instead of getting items, you would get gold. Yeah, so you, you can get trade more. you gold. Now, the problem is, like I said, is still the, the like... This is a problem that's going to need to be addressed eventually is the, the value of gold and mm-hmm. what does it mean to have gold? Right. Obviously also, another thing, right? If there is no gold sink, that real gold sink, right? There's like, there's the lightless hardware. Let's be real. That's not mm-hmm. enough in my opinion, mm-hmm. right? If there is none, the, the inflation is going to be huge when that person does drop yes. that two LP twisted heart. Can you imagine how much gold that's going to go for? I would say like 200 million. This is, yeah. this is going to be ridiculous um, um, obscene prices, right? So like, like, not only that, you're
0: also fighting inflation
1: mm-hmm. as an as MG player as well. And it, it so kind
0: of like, resets every three months with the introduction of a new cycle. Yeah, it
1: does reset every three months. So, like is someone going to get, get
0: 200 million gold? Is someone going to get 20 yeah. million gold that they're going to want to spend imagine, it on one thing?
1: Imagine Merchant's Guild in like standard. It's going to be just as. Well, it, as it's like called standard Legacy, and, sir. Like, Okay, I'm sorry, legacy. But yeah, that's like why that's 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 why I'm like so confused that everyone's like, "Oh my god, trade, trade, trade!" It's like, guys, have you when it when it understand I, the
0: implications of this? On my second okay. monitor, I'm watching this uh this gif on repeat of like what it looks like to sell an item, and you're like you like yeah, you click on the item, you type it in, you type in a price. Would you ever list an item for like a hundred thousand gold?
1: day one through the first week probably but
0: what are you using that gold on
1: i mean well you're supposed to get a bunch of gold and then use it on your item that's the idea but like yeah you're right like <laughs> i guess i guess you're just gonna buy someone else's well, well the stuff. thing is it's like what's gonna be what also as well the favor right <laughs> what's yes. gonna cost more the gold like opportunity cost wide
0: mm-hmm. the
1: gold or the favor Now, is the favor, I don't know if they talked about this, or if it's in the post and I just didn't read it because I'm a ding dong, right? But does the favor cost, like, scale with, like, how good the item is? Like, I I don't know how that works. I don't know how the
0: favor in that regard works. I don't know either. I'm not sure. they, They said time and time again that the numbers are not final. So like even yeah, the stuff you yeah, the guests, like there's are subject to. Change. So now
1: now now not only do you have to fight all these other things that we just mentioned, now you have to fight opportunity cost with your own favor. While the COF, they just buy prof, they just buy lenses with their favor,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they just sit there. It's not like it's a one time thing, essentially, right? In comparison, so it's like. I mean you do need to spend favor to reroll the prophecies and all that. So I guess that's like that's a sink there. That's fine. But for MG it's like yeah. <laughs> like what like also so do you have like a, a fixed amount of slots in your thing? Cuz that's very important. For selling because, stuff?
0: Yeah, cuz you do day, not in, in the past oh, they not? said in the past they said that there was going to be one. In this document here they clarified that there's okay. no limit so, to the number of things you can sell. You can sell all right. so 100, 200. So it is 200.
1: only favor based. Okay, so to be that is a nice thing because like the uh, that is a nice thing because like you're gonna get favor from playing the game. So like when you play the game, you'll get more favor. Like I can't list this item till I get enough favor to put it on the market. Herpeter, or mm-hmm. or, right? I, I like that part. That that's nice. So you're at least forced to play the game just a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. I still don't believe in MG yet. I'll have to see it. But I, I think the problem is as well is I think with the way that they set up COF and MG, I don't think I'll ever enjoy MG. I think I think I'm just going to just be doing COF because of the way I play. So, which is fine. Right. I was a little excited for trade, though, too. It was like, I, I don't know. I'm just kind of disappointed just in general with the MG part.
0: They said early on, and I guess I want to reiterate this because it puts a good, um, mm-hmm. good lens over EHG. Or a useful mm-hmm. lens of EHG. But they said early on that if you wanted to be someone who corners the market and you buy all of the tier seven movement speed boots so that you are the provider of those and like you get to set the price for them, this is not the game for you. And like, yes, yeah. EHG is doing a wonderful job of being as yeah. considerate as possible and trying to really take into consideration all these different people and play styles who are going to play last epoch. And they they really have done a good job with that yeah but, i agree i think but, it's fine but yeah. and but and they're not afraid to say this game might not be for you if you yeah. want to be a capitalism simulator if you want to corner the market this is not the game that allows you to do that if you want to play trading cards with an auto battler this is also not the game for you you know like this is not every single game it's just here's this one thing it's good good don't yeah. satisfy the degree no, trade yeah, sucks I, I trade don't, sucks I don't trade mind that. it's
1: like they're like that that's not my point here my main point is if we're going to go through all this effort to add this system can we at least make it like interesting and kind of like its own unique thing instead of just being a carbon copy of like a different system like I I like the trade part that's cool and all but can we have like something else on top of that that makes it more like intricate so it's not just like herpader. I look at this uh, I look at this UI all day, like like I said with mm-hmm. the COF, you get the drop stuff and you're playing the game, and you get the prophecy stuff, which is a whole new system to play mm-hmm. around with. Like playing around with the prophecies, figure out what lenses you want to target, farm which items and stuff like that. That's going to be a good part of your end game grind with COF, and you don't really have that with MG. With MG, you have literally like you're like how much gold can I make per hour? And it, I I find that just to be a little bit boring. To be
0: that's, honest, that's that's why I don't. It's when i played path of exile it's why i wasn't playing in trade league it's why i, I wasn't mm-hmm. using i wasn't using the um uh, what do you call it the economy tools that existed at the time which have only I skyrocketed mean, since then like i don't care my, about money per hour I my care thing about with money. like
1: path of exile though like i have my entire atlas tree to focus to figure out how i'm gonna make currency in the league i don't mm-hmm. really have that here with like mg right like you know what I mean? Like how how am I going to get to said amount of gold? Right. Mm-hmm. That's usually the thing you ask in Path of Exile now with like the Atlas tree. We don't have that with LE right now. We I can really... I can
0: tell you how to make gold. And it's just get yeah. the gold uh, blessing and then kill monsters at 500 corruption. It's it's really yeah. easy to get gold.
1: That's 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 well. I mean, the idea is you're just gonna farm for items that go for. T-